My name is Isabel Clausen, the host of the Girl God's Got You podcast. This podcast was created to remind women that girl, God's got you, and he wants to help you live the life you were created to live. Have you ever struggled with believing in yourself, having fear about navigating your future, understanding your life purpose, or managing overwhelming stress? Well, if you've gone through any of these experiences, then this podcast is for you. And I want to encourage you that no matter what you go through, no matter what you think of yourself, no matter how much someone hurts you, no matter what level of self-confidence you have, no matter how much fear you have about the future, God is here for you no matter what. Girl, God's got you, and He always will. I hope you enjoy today's episode. for coming back to the Girl God's Got You podcast. I am stoked about this episode because we're going to be talking about a feeling that I think a lot of us are feeling as we approach, what, the second month of quarantine, the six-week mark, depending on where you live, and the topic is all about feeling aimless. We're going to be describing how it feels when we're feeling aimless and different ways to kind of get out of this aimless type of vibe that it's really easy to fall into even before COVID-19 hit. I think a lot of us just go through times in our life where we feel aimless or don't know our direction. So that's going to be the topic for today's episode. But before we get into the topic and different Bible verses and ideas that I have to share with you all, I want to talk about my favorite song at the moment and my favorite quotes at the moment as we're trying to do in every episode intro. So my favorite song at the moment is called Forever Amen, and it's by the singer Stephanie Gretzinger. I talked about one of her songs called No One Ever Cared For Me Like Jesus in a different podcast episode, and oh my gosh, she, her songs are just so beautiful. It's great to worship to, it's great to meditate to, it's good for study music. I really love it so much, and this song has just been speaking to me over and over again, and I really wanted to share a couple of the key lyrics with you. And I challenge you to go listen to this. I'll link the, uh, you know, YouTube link to the song in the show notes. And just close your eyes and really think about the words, the melody, the instruments. It is quite the emotional song. If you tear up a little bit (laughs) listening to it, uh, know that you're not the only one. Because I find myself listening to this and sometimes tearing up a little bit. Just understanding how important it is to really surrender to God. And really understanding how much love he has for us. Sometimes it's so overwhelming understanding how much God loves us. And this song just beautifully depicts how much he cares for us. So the beginning of the song says, Let me hear the sound of your voice, and I will leave it all behind. Let me hear the sound of your voice, and I'll come running. There's something in the sound of your voice that speaks to every part of me. When I hear the sound of your voice, I'm alive. I was made to love you. It's all I really know for sure. All I am is wrapped up in you, the center of my world. And I was made to love you from my beginning to my end. And you'll be my forever, my forever Amen. And then she goes on to say, Amen, 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 Amen. You know, rounds of five Amens over and over again. And it is so powerful every time she says Amen. And whenever I hear this song, I immediately think 
The word amen to me means full surrender to God, no matter what I'm going through, whether it's a good day, a bad day, whether I have a lot of joy and have a lot to be thankful for, or if I'm just feeling kind of sad and lonely and nervous, whatever type of mood I'm in, I just have to say amen to God every single day because that means it's true surrender and it's letting God know that you're really surrendering your life, your will, and your mood to him. I think it's really easy, especially in the topic of today's podcast episode about feeling aimless. It's really easy to let our moods and our circumstances change how we're feeling, how we react to people, how productive we are. But if we surrender all of that to God and understand that he has a plan for us and we were put on this earth not just for ourselves but actually to extend his kingdom, we can have peace. But we first have to surrender to God and just say amen. And I look back in my life and think of all the different times I chose to surrender to God. And then I think of all the times I chose not to surrender to God. And I compare those two different circumstances or the collection of circumstances. And I'm just hit with this overwhelming gratitude because every time I surrender to God, he provided more than I could ever imagine. And we just have to say, God, I surrender to you. Sometimes that means doing something, making decisions where the rest of the world says, oh no, don't do that. Or maybe all your instincts say that you should do something, but you still have hesitancy. Normally that gut feeling, that instinct is the Holy Spirit talking to you. And we first, in order to have that feeling and to get that direction from God when we're feeling aimless or when we don't know where to go, we have to say, amen. I surrender. And I'm challenging you, if you're feeling aimless or you're feeling stressed out or if you're feeling so thankful, please listen to this song. Close your eyes. It's not a super long song. And just listen when she sings amen, 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 amen. It is so impactful and beautiful. And the whole concept of amen and surrender has been changing my life with this song. So I've been loving it. I hope you enjoy it too. Super good. Yeah, it's great. I have nothing but good things to say about it. And then for my quotes, I have two by Rick Warren. He is this awesome pastor, and you could sign up for the Daily Hope Rick Warren Bible Study devotional emails. It's just a super short, like two, three minute read, and you get it in your inbox every single morning. I'll link the link to sign up for those emails in the show notes. It's really good, and he just has so many impactful words to say. And there's just a couple quotes by him he, through all the books he's read, the sermons he, he's given, just so many good things and he talks a lot about God's grace and his love which I think is so important for us to hear especially when we're feeling aimless because it's so easy when we're feeling aimless and directionless we it's easy to feel like we're not good enough that something's wrong with us you know we're given this huge life and the world is so go 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 why should we feel aimless and directionless when we have so many options and so I think the biggest response that we should have when we don't feel good enough or when we kind of just feel bad about ourselves is to just understand that Jesus still chooses to love you every single day no matter what you're going through, no matter how you feel, no matter how productive you are, or no matter how directionless or purpose-driven you are. He still chooses to love you every single day and that gives me so much comfort when I'm confused or kind of feeling aimless. So the first quote from Rick Warren is this, it could be said that the reason you're alive It's because God created you as an object of his love. God made you so that he could love you and so that you could love him. God's love for you is the reason your heart's beating right now. It's the reason you're breathing. And that quote, I mean, if you're ever feeling aimless or directionless, just read this because really 
you were made to love God and he made you so that he could love you. That's your purpose. That's your overall goal and driving force in life that will bring you direction. It will give you guidance. At the end of the day, that's the reason we're on this earth is so God could have a relationship with us. Another quote from Rick Warren, which I wasn't planning on sharing this, but it's just coming to mind, is that God didn't need you. He wanted you. And that is the most amazing thing. And that quote right there too, I mean, God doesn't need us. He doesn't need us to achieve his plan. He's so powerful. He's all-knowing. He's all-present. He literally doesn't need us at all, but he just created us because he wanted to, because he wanted to have a relationship with his children. And that just gives me so much peace every time I'm kind of wondering, what the heck am I doing? (laughs) And the second quote that I wanted to share that I had prepared beforehand, another quote by Rick Warren, is when Jesus stretched his arms out as wide as the cross, he was saying, I love you this much. I love you so much that it hurts. I love you so much I'll die for you so that I won't have to live without you. Think about that. Jesus died so that he wouldn't have to live without us in heaven. He wants all of us to come to heaven to be with him. And that's why he died because he loves and cares about you enough to die so that in the future, he won't ever have to live another day without you. That offers so much comfort that, you know, the God of the universe, the Messiah, He wanted you, and that honestly gives me so much comfort, especially when I'm a little confused in life. So those are my favorite song lyrics, my favorite quotes at the moment. I really hope you enjoyed, you know, hearing what I had to say, and I will also link everything down below and have some good graphics on the good old Instagram with those quotes, and I hope that they offer a lot of comfort to you. I'm a huge words of affirmation person, so hearing impactful words definitely helps me when I'm not feeling that purpose-driven, and I hope they help you as well. But right now, I want to go into the main heart of the episode, and I first want to address the reason why we feel aimless. We first have to uncover how we're feeling, address it, and really understand what's going on so that we know how to overcome it. So maybe you're feeling aimless because COVID-19, the whole quarantine lockdown vibe is still going on. We're in our houses. We don't have a lot to do because there's not much to do because everything's kind of closed down. So that could be a reason that you're feeling aimless. Maybe you feel like you can't get out of bed in the morning. Maybe your energy and motivation is sapped because you don't have a set schedule to get you out of bed. Or maybe you felt like this previously in your life, before coronavirus was ever even a thing. Maybe you felt stuck in your routine and you couldn't see the big picture anymore. Maybe you had such a set routine and a set schedule and you had these goals in mind, but you still felt stuck and aimless even though everything was laid out. Sometimes that's a scary feeling too because we think, okay, everything literally is laid out for me. Why do I feel like I don't have any motivation or my determination is running dry? Like, why do I feel this way? Maybe you went through a big life change, a new job, a new season in life, a new chapter. Maybe you're graduating high school or college. Maybe you had a heartbreak. Maybe you moved somewhere. Whatever it is, change could have happened. And anytime our world is spun around, it could be hard to find that main path and that main direction again. You don't know what to do, where to go, or who to talk to. I think this is the types of feelings we have when we're feeling aimless. But here's the truth. I know it's going to sound cliche and repetitive because I say it in every episode, but God's got you, okay? There's a reason, though, that it is repetitive and it is recla- re- mm, can't speak. There's a reason it is cliche, and that is because it's true, okay? It's an unchanging truth. God's got you. He is always there for you. And why? Why is it that God's got you, though? Well, it's because he is the light in your darkness, 
He's the compass in your confusion. He's your unchanging stability in times of change. He's your unconditional love in your heartbreak and disappointment. He will fill any hole in your life, that missing feeling in your soul, and he will bring contentment and direction in places where you are lost and confused. But this makes us ask the question, okay, if God's really there for us, if he's really feeding into my soul, and if I am Christian, I have accepted him into my heart, why am I feeling this way? Like if I'm supposed to live in abundance and be a purpose-driven person because I believe in God, love him, I'm living for him, why do I feel aimless? Why don't I feel motivated? Well, I think the main reason that we all feel aimless at times is because the chaos and the confusion of the world is pressing in. You see, Satan doesn't want you to run on mission for God. He doesn't want you to run the race for him because he knows how much power you have. He knows the gifts God has given you. And he knows that your devotion to God can impact the world in beautiful, amazing, and monumental ways. So Satan is going to be doing everything he can to throw you off the path for Jesus. He's going to let the confusion and the chaos and the anxiety and the stress of the world, just the overwhelming media, whatever it is, he's going to let all of this press in on us and make us confused. And this is inevitable because we live in a fallen world. But even if we do live in a fallen world and this type of aimlessness is inevitable, how can we fight this and find purpose, motivation, and direction again? How can we get out of this chaotic, overwhelming overwhelming world to see the clear path God has set for us? Well, I have a couple pieces of advice that have helped me and that are helping me in times where I have some big life changes coming up. I just graduated college, so yay, all done! But that means now I have to study for some finance licenses because I want to be a financial advisor and then be a certified financial planner. And this girl has to take a lot of tests for that. But I can't just have the test knowledge. I also have to learn how to be a saleswoman, how to meet with clients, how to plan things, how to work with people. There's so many things I need to learn. And guess what? In college, you had deadlines. In college, you had, you know, other teachers telling you what to do, when to do it. But then when you graduate college and you get into the real world, sometimes all of that is on your own motivation. It's all on your shoulders. It depends on how much you do every single day, especially um, for me in a job where it's, I don't have a huge you know, a boss. I don't live in the corporate setting or I'm not going to work in the corporate setting. So there's not really any deadlines. It's all to me when I get it done. And how much work I put in is how much I get out. So I'm kind of thinking, okay, how do I still have motivation and direction when I'm trying to figure all this out? And what I've been walking myself through are a couple of things that I constantly want to think about, things I constantly want to work on and remind myself to keep myself motivated and to still have a set routine and try not to be aimless in a world that has so much going on. So the first thing that I'm going to be doing to kind of stay on top of this and avoid the aimlessness or get out of any lack of motivation that I may have, especially kind of right now, I'm kind of in limbo. (laughs) Sometimes it's really easy to feel unmotivated. But the first thing I want to do is read the word of God every single day and not just read it and think, eh, eh, like, you know, read it and not really absorb it. But I, I actually want to read it, dive into it, absorb it, understand the context, the background, what I'm reading, you know, actually study it. Write things down. Write down my thoughts. I really want to do this because the Word of God is the living and breathing book. And it is essentially an instruction manual that God made for us to live by it. So why shouldn't we read the instruction manual that God made for his children? It makes so much sense, but it's so hard to do uh, in life a lot of times. So I want to share some scripture. But before I go into that, I want to share, you know, the top three 
chapters I would recommend anyone reading if they're just trying to get involved in the Bible or want to learn more about Jesus or how to live as a Christian. I mean, there's obviously so many books in the Bible um, and the ones I'm recommending, there's one from the Old Testament and it's um, not necessarily historical Old Testament book, which I want to get more involved in the historical Old Testament aspect. But there's three big um, Bible chapters. Well, I can't speak. Oh my gosh. There are three books of the Bible that have offered so much direction to me and they constantly do so in every season of life. So Proverbs, Ephesians, and Matthew. Proverbs is great. It's all about wisdom, how to live as a Christian. My boyfriend and I are doing a good Bible study on it. I love it. It's great. Everyone should read it. It really opens your eyes to what really matters in the Christian faith and how to live a good, holy, righteous life and how to work hard for God. And then Ephesians is great because it also gives good advice, but it also has just a beautiful way it's written. I, I can't really describe it, and I should know more about the his- history of Ephesians since I, since I love it so much, but it's just such a great book. And, um, yeah, I think it's great. The way it's written is so beautiful and it really ties to a lot of the emotions, which I think sometimes when we're trying to find direction, we need to unlock the spiritual aspect of our emotions and that can give us confidence to keep moving forward in the daily mundane tasks. And then Matthew, the reason why I love it is it's a gospel. So you could read Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, whatever you want. I love Matthew because it all of them talk about Jesus. You know, obviously it's the gospels, but this one I don't know, the way it's written, I really enjoy. It shares so many interesting parables that Jesus shares, you know, with the world and through his ministry that just just shares so much truth and wisdom and speaks so much light. And it really offers a way for you to dive deep into what he means literally, metaphorically. I love it. So one of those three books I would highly recommend. And it just really helps me when I'm trying to figure out, okay, how do I have direction? First thing I do, read the word of God. Because on a different note, when you're trying to overcome sin, overcome temptation, when you're trying to make the right decisions, it is really hard to make a bad sinful decision when you're actively reading the Bible every day, when you're actively reminding yourself of what God wants for you, what he has in store for your life. It is much harder to make bad decisions when you're in the word of God every single day. And that's a huge reason why I want to be in the word of God. But it also offers so much direction and purpose in my life to be constantly reminded that God has a plan for you. He loves you. This is how you should live. He knows it best because he literally created you and knows you better than you know yourself. And so that's a huge reason why I recommend reading the word of God every single day. Also too, random note, I just took another sip of my coffee and then I realized, okay, I probably shouldn't be drinking coffee because it's six in the evening. And I I feel like I've been talking really fast because I'm just so excited about all these Bible verses and quotes and all that. So if I am talking fast, I truly apologize because it's excitement and coffee. Those mixed together just makes me talk fast. So I will try my best to talk slower, take a deep breath and just breathe. But I want to share some good truth from Proverbs and I'm going to share these. I'm also going to make some Instagram graphics on my Instagram the girl dot God's got you Instagram and it's just gonna be a really big post with a lot of graphics because there's a lot of good Bible verses and if you're feeling aimless or kind of confused or if you're feeling great and you just want to praise God I challenge you to save it on Instagram screenshot it make it a wallpaper on your phone whatever it is because you would be shocked at how much Bible verses and the words of God and his truth can impact your day and give you so much motivation. Let me tell you, I've I have had a lot to do in quarantine because I had to finish up all my final senior classes and now I have to study a bunch of stuff. But there are days when I'm thinking, 
I could just sleep in and literally not do anything because I do have stuff to do, but it's not pressing because I'm literally at home and I'm not running around in a big college campus. But these Bible verses have just challenged me to work hard because we have to realize that our life isn't our own. Um, I want to preface that a little bit, and I don't want this podcast to be too long, but I'm just going to go on this tangent because I think this is important. We were bought at a price by Jesus, and yes, we have our free will. Yes, we have our self-autonomy to choose him. If not, but we were bought at a price, and God chose to create us. He didn't need to put us on this earth. He chose to. And to me, what all this is saying is that I could use my life for myself. I could use it to waste it. I could use it just to pleasure myself. I could use it just to be selfish. Or I could realize, whoa, I was bought at a price. I was chosen. God chose to create me. I should live my life on purpose to change the world and bring glory to him. Now, I'm not saying that I'm not a selfish person, because I am. I'm not saying that I'm great at being selfless all the time, because I'm not. But that just gives me a new motivation when I don't want to do anything every day. And I realize, oh, my life really isn't all my own, because I was born with this responsibility to do something with my life, because God chose to create me to do something with my life. And we all have that responsibility. So sometimes when I don't want to do anything, I just realize, wow, I was bought at a price and I should use my freedom in Christ to do something and to change the world and be productive. So that sometimes helps me when I'm feeling a little unmotivated or aimless. But to get back on the topic of the podcast and what I'm talking about right now is some verses from Proverbs, from Proverbs. And so it's chapters, let's see, 13, chapters 3, chapters 4, just a lot of good stuff. And I'm going to just be rattling off scripture. And I just hope this helps bring motivation, direction, Yeah, so it'll be in the graphics on the Instagram, but I'm just going to kind of read scripture throughout the next couple minutes of this podcast. I'm not necessarily going to explain every single little thing, not do a lot of analysis, just say the scripture, say some extra ideas if I want, but really just hop in and let you guys hear the truth from God directly from the Bible. And Proverbs is just a great place to start because it has so much wisdom and I love it. So I'm going to be reading from Proverbs 13 in the study Bible notes of my Bible. So it's not necessarily directly quoting Proverbs 13, 6. It's going to be the study notes section, but I'm going to dive into two sections of the study notes section, and then I'll dive into the actual verses. But it's essentially the verses just in a different way. If that makes sense. I don't know. Hopping in. Proverbs 13, 6, study Bible notes. Each decision you make to obey God's word will bring a greater sense of order to your life, while each decision to disobey will bring confusion and destruction. The right choices you make reflect integrity. Obedience brings the greatest safety and security. In my head, safety and security also means purpose and not feeling aimless. Proverbs 13.13 from the Study Bible Notes says, God created us, knows us, and loves us. It only makes sense, then, to listen to instructions and do what he says. The Bible is his unfailing word to us. It is like an owner's manual for a car. If you obey God's instructions, you will run right and find his kind of power to live. If you ignore them, you will have breakdowns, accidents, and failures. So when I read this, I thought, okay, here's the main idea. God's instruction will give us direction because he is our creator and 100% knows how we should live. And the cool part about this is he knows how we should live, but he didn't stop there. He wrote a guidebook for us that we could study any time when we go through hard times, good times, and we're feeling kind of directionless, we don't have a lot of motivation. We could flip in the Bible, think, okay, 
what do I do? What does God want? And it, it sums it up really easily in Proverbs. It shares love, but it's tough love and it's really honest. So if you're kind of wondering what to do, go through Proverbs and you will get so much wisdom. So with that, I want to share a couple of my favorite verses from Proverbs, starting in Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Proverbs 4, 25 through 26. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to your paths for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Proverbs 8.35 For those who find me find life and receive favor from the Lord. Now, I love all of these verses because it's all about the different paths that God has for us and how we should seek God and seek his wisdom. And the specific part that I love from the Proverbs 4 verse that I shared was let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to the paths for your feet. And I love this because it's so easy to get distracted by everything that's going on in the world. And sometimes we just need to sit down and ask ourselves, okay, what is my purpose in life? Like, what are my passions? What are my hobbies? What are the things I love? What are my gifts? What's going to propel me in life? And what are the gifts that God really has given me? When we block out everything else and just look at what we have and who we are, it could be a lot easier to figure out, okay, where am I going next? And then when we pair this information about ourselves to what God wants us to do in the Bible, whether it's us reading Proverbs, whether it's us reading Matthew and learning about the different parables that Jesus has for us, when we pair our gifts and our passions to the direction God wants for us and we're fixing our gaze on him, blocking out all the different things in the world, it could be a lot easier for us to figure out where we're going. So to sum it all up, the first thing I like to do when I'm trying to get back on track with having motivation or having purpose is by reading the Word of God. And the second thing is understanding that your hands can shape eternity. What I mean by this is when you've accepted God in your heart and you're trying to figure out where to go, your actions, your words, the way you carry yourself, the light that is in you that you're trying to reflect of Jesus that can shape eternity in the sense that you could help someone come closer to God simply by what you say to them, your acts of service, how you talk to them, how you treat them. It could shape it, how eternity looks like. It could shape the life of someone else and what their eternity looks like. And I think when we understand that God has entrusted us to be a part of his rescue plan, that could give us a whole new sense of purpose and can help us hone in on what we should do in our life when we're feeling aimless. You see, God believes in you, and he gave you your life for a reason. I want to repeat that one more time because this is a lot of truth that I constantly have to tell myself. God believes in you and gave you your life for a reason. Okay, your existence on this earth means something. God chose to create you. He could have created someone else in your place. He could have just not created you, but he chose to create you because he knows that you have a specific gift that will change the world in a beautiful way. It could be a big impact or it could be a small impact, something along the lines of, you know, you help help people come closer to God through your work or maybe you're a really good family person or maybe you just have gifts that are able to show kindness to people. It could be something small, it could be something big, but your life matters and he gave it to you for a reason. It's a great verse. It's from Ephesians chapter 2, verses 3 through 6. It's a collection of verses and it says, all of us also lived among them, and at one time gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were, by nature, deserving of wrath. 
But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. And then verse 10 states, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. You see, sometimes it's easy to feel stuck, meaningless, and lost. But hold on to this truth, okay? God knows where your path is. Jesus understood that we're all sinners. We all make mistakes. He understood that we mess up, but he still realized, even though you mess up, I want to die for you so that you could have a clear path to see what plan God has for you. Even though we mess up, we're clouded by what the world says, Jesus said, no, I'm going to die for you so that you could have the freedom to make the choice to follow God and use the good gifts you were instructed to use. Use the gifts that God placed inside of your soul when he was creating you as his handiwork. So it's easy to feel stuck. It's easy to feel meaningless, but God knows where your path is because he created you with that path in mind. And he sent Jesus to this earth so you could find freedom in him, take away all the overwhelm and the stress and the anxiety of the world and see God and his plan for what it truly is. Jesus did this because he knows that you matter and that you were put on this earth for a reason. So when I understand all this and I'm trying to think, okay, read the word, understand that I have this responsibility with the gifts God's given me, what next? What's the next thing I should do to really stop feeling so aimless or to have more motivation or to know where I'm going in life? The third thing I'd really recommend is just to talk to God, okay? God wants so badly to comfort you, love you, support you, give you peace. He wants that so much. He pursues you every single day, okay? Like he would die for a conversation with you. And it's so easy for us just to close our eyes for a sec and talk to God and tell him how we're feeling. Let him in and just pour your heart out. Sometimes we're held back and we feel aimless or purposeless because there's a lot going on. We get hurt, we get disappointed, we get overwhelmed. But what we have to do is show God our wounds and let him heal them. It's hard to find true healing and true closure and wholeness when we don't get vulnerable enough to show God our wounds, okay? I was listening to this really good YouTube video by a guy named Ben Stewart, and I'm going to be sharing what he said a little bit later, a quote that I read from his book, but he was talking about, it kind of applies, he was talking about like Christian dating and how when a guy wants to be the leader, that's really a vulnerable thing to do because it's scary to lead. And I think the same type of thing could apply to our lives. We want to lead our own lives. We want to live with conviction, purpose, power. But to be a leader, you have to be vulnerable. And I think we have to be vulnerable and say, God, I can't do this on my own. Like, look at my wounds. Look how much I've been hurt. Look how much I've been dejected. Look how much worry I have in my heart about life and what it's going to throw at me. I mean, I'm, I'm a broken human. Please heal me. And the only time we could truly lead our lives well and let God also lead our lives, the only time we could work hard and be strengthened by God is when we first surrender to him, say, amen, I surrender. Show him the wounds, show him what we're worried about and let him give peace. We have to be open and vulnerable. And that first comes with talking with God, making time to talk to him and know that it doesn't have to be formal. It doesn't have to be this big prayer. You could just literally sit and close your eyes and feel his presence and just let everything out, all the memories that you've stored, the different words that have been spoken to you. You don't even have to talk when you pray to God. That's the beautiful thing. Just communicating to him and being intentional intentional to direct your thoughts to him, it could open up a whole new level, which really can give you a lot of purpose and can take away some of your aimlessness. But I want to go back to the point of how God would love to talk to you. He would love to help you. He would love to just give you that peace. And there's this great quote from Ben Stewart about the guy I just talked about. He wrote this book called 
single, dating, engaged, married. (laughs) I always get the order mixed up, but this quote is not about being single, dating, engaged, married. It's just a really good quote about your self-worth and about how much Jesus loves you, which is the reason I'm really enjoying reading this book because it all starts off with how you have to be your own person before you let someone else in, which I definitely agree with. But this quote is so good. I'm going to share it and then I'm going to dive into it. But he said, if you are in Christ, the most beautiful and powerful being in existence cherishes you. He knows your name. He sees you. He gave all to make you his. And he will never give up on you. You don't need to spend a single moment of your life trying to earn the love or esteem of others. You have his. You don't need to look to anyone to fill up your tank of love because you could find abundance in him. That is so amazing. When we kind of release everything going on in the world, understand that all we really need is the love of Jesus and the grace of God. And guess what? We already have it. It's unchanging. It's eternal. It's unconditional. We have full access to it. And that really, when we connect with what Jesus has done for us, when we connect the idea that we have a purpose and a responsibility in life, and that's why God created us, when we connect with the fact that we were forgiven and Jesus died on the cross to make us free so that we could use these gifts, when we connect all these dots, it could really open up our path take all the overwhelm and pressure of the world off of our being and we could see clearly. I know it's way easier said than done and I know you're probably thinking, okay, Isabel, I've done all these things and I'm still feeling purposeless. Well, I challenge you to do it again because God really can transform your heart. He could transform your purpose. He could transform your disposition and your perspective in life. Doing these things over and over again, reading the Bible, understanding you have a purpose and talking to God, doing that over and over again, day by day, even when it seems like it's not working, even when it seems tiresome, even when it seems kind of pointless. If you continue to do do these things, he really will open up your eyes. I, I know he will because he can transform hearts. If he could create this whole beautiful world for us, if he could send a flood to wipe everyone away, if he could lead the whole world in this beautiful collection of history, send his son to die for us. If he could do all this, he can change your life and give you purpose. I know he can. He is such a powerful God. And it's just challenging you to try these different things in your life. They've helped me so much. They're still helping me. And there's times where I wake up in the morning like, what am I doing? Because I'm not really sure. Doing these three things helps me so much. So I hope they help you. I hope that these tips and this advice and this um, scripture motivated you. And I just want you to know that when we're feeling unproductive and we don't know what we're doing, even though we feel bad about it, just know that your self-worth does not change based on what you do. God still loves you just as much and the gifts he gave you haven't changed. You still have those gifts in you. So when you're feeling down and confused, know that God is your cheerleader. Jesus died because he believes in you and you're entrusted with these great, great gifts. And just know that they're there and that you will find them when God wants you to in his timing. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you in next week's episode. Bye.